Hello, <laughs> welcome back to the Undergraduate Academy. Uh, Joe's not here this week. He's decided to go and get a tan in South Africa uh, and play some cricket. But I am joined in the studio by three professional netball players. We've got Rosie Braybrook, or semi-professional, uh, Amy Braithwaite, who does play for the Leeds Rhinos, and Cassie Howard. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh, how are we going today? Yeah, I'm having a nice day. <laughs> Snowing. So yeah, it's, it's freezing. It's freezing. Okay, we're going to start pretty simple and we'll just go around how did you get into playing netball um so i started netball when i was i think 13 or 14 and it was literally super offhand but i basically forgot my PE kit for school one day and then the PE teacher was like um that we've got um a netball team you can play for and that'll get you out of getting a detention so i played like couple of netball matches and then my first club coach picked me up and then yeah that's how it started really and trained for my local club back home and then sort of just moved up through the the pathways and now I'm here. Rosie what about you? Um, I started not like Amy I was really young I think like seven I was playing like my sister's team like a couple years above Um, and then they went they stopped me playing games for like like the year the years above I don't know why that was a rule that changed um, so then I had to like just train with my age group and then yeah I just stayed with my local club for about 10 years and then yeah quite go simple on, really. Go on Cassie. Um, I played like all sports in school and I I started with rugby before um, netball because um, my parents wanted to put me into something to get rid of all my extra energy <laughs> so um, started with rugby and then my mum played netball for a club called um Howard and Shirley, and because our last name is Howard, just coincidentally, and um, I always watched her playing, and so I wanted to get involved, and yeah, something like Rosie at about maybe six or seven, I started training through that, and then just um, progressed up through the age groups, uh, got to play in the adult league um, when I was about like 12 or something, and or like 12 or 14, and then um, through that went to Surrey and joined the London franchises um, and specialised in netball just because I couldn't do everything okay. as well. Nice. So actually a question on that. Uh, what is it like playing... You said you played in an adult league when you were 12. Obviously playing against grown women, is that, is that I'm guessing there's a drastic difference to playing like, obviously against girls of your own age. Is the physicality... Is it... Because obviously netball's non-contact. How do you adjust? But obviously there's still a physical change. Mm. Was there like a big adjustment to going into playing against adults, especially when you're like a teenager? How definitely. do you, like, adjust to that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they just, like, I don't know, because you go from playing, like, junior league and then, like, one Saturday you're just playing against these 50-year-old <laughs> massive <laughs> women. 50, to be stretch, yeah. Yeah, but, like, it's scary. Yeah, yeah no, the physicality is, like, a huge thing. I think one of my first um, matches, I just joined, I just got, like, special compensation to play in the adults league because I was too, like, young to be allowed. Um, and I went for an interception and I knocked my player over and as we like got onto the ground she tried to kick me in the head um, and yeah and then I didn't want to cause a fuss but my dad ran on and started uh, shouting you can't do that so um, yeah that was a fun experience but um, yeah there's a lot of physical physicality when you get into the adult league obviously they're a lot bigger than you to begin with um, but that's something that kind of now we're progressing um, through the pathway. We've been working on doing a lot of S&C sessions to build up muscle um, to be able to compete, especially stepping into a professional 
level of um, playing netball, then the physicality is just another step up. Um, so we have, especially me being one of the smallest in the team, in, in terms of height, I need to make sure I'm doing all the extra gym sessions to um, be able to compete uh, physically on the yeah. netball court. Okay, and then Amy, you're obviously a goal shooter. So you're yeah. fighting constantly against the goalkeeper and mm-hmm. the goal defender. That about right. Yeah. Uh, so obviously every time the ball goes up and you're competing against the other person. So when you were a bit younger, again, was that quite a bit of a physical challenge? You're obviously quite tall as well. The really yeah. listeners can't see you, but yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Like I'm, re- I'm really tall. So when I was younger, um, <laughs> I'm saying that like these girls know, but um, it meant that it was really hard for me to like, put on muscle. So for a really long time, like I was super skinny, like super weak, would get pushed off the ball loads, and then like competing in like adult leagues when I was a lot younger really like made me step up my physicality because older women aren't nice when playing against <laughs> young girls that they, they want to like assert their dominance and I was, I was pushed off the ball a lot and it's probably only in the last few years I've really like focused more on S&C um coming from more like of an athletics background like jumping and like my elevation's always been more to my strength um so what did you did you do like high jump yeah, so I did the heptathlon. Okay, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my favourite events were like high jump, long jump, um, and like sprinting. And then that convert- converted quite nicely to netball, that being tall was like obviously a strength. And then it, it just meant that I was sort of like a little step ahead in terms of like physicality, but I had to put on a lot more muscle to sort of like cope with being in the circle. Okay, that's yeah, that sounds sounds about right. And then Rosie, any other stories of being beaten up by all the women um, in the network? Oh God, got quite a few. <laughs> 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 no, I think like in terms of like the physicality side of it, I think um, I've always like struggled with like jumping. Like to you, it comes easy. But, like it depends on your position in the court. But that's always been a massive thing for me. Like my jumping and agility, really. So I've really had to work on that over the last few years especially yeah when you start playing against adults that's like a massive thing and you realize like you need to step up your game okay. so all three of you also are freshers at university of leeds this year is that right you're second your year. second year yeah, second yeah. year well. i'm a fresher, fresher. Yeah. but you're all the same age yeah okay I, that, I that, did a gap year you had a gap year. year okay so <laughs> did you did you play did you like know each other before you came to uni like had you played against each other before yeah well i don't actually well before i met i mean i knew rosie last year because we played together yeah. before that i didn't know rosie and then mm. i didn't know cassie until this year and i'd heard like a bit about her from rosie mm. like, well, before so like, <laughs> oh, cassie might be coming but i hadn't actually met either okay. of them before i actually played with them yeah so like me and rosie played on um the london pulse team together so we knew each other from that because we're both from like around the London yeah. area. Yeah. Um, but Amy, I had like kind of stalked the team. You heard the whispers. Them. There were whispers. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, I, we'd played against each other um, in kind of franchise oh, matches. I'd, I'd so I knew who sport. she was. Um, so Amy's just there, just doesn't know anyone else. She's just well, there, just scoring Amy doesn't goals. Care, but I was like checking <laughs> out. I was checking out the team that I might be going up into when I was because I was like deciding about. Um, what uni I wanted to join and a, a big part of that decision was based around netball so yeah I, I kind of like knew of Amy before I came up but yeah Rosie and I knew each other okay so being. Cassie's already said it but was the Leeds Rhinos link like a big reason you came to uni of or was there other obviously there's other reasons as well Leeds is a great uni but was that a bit of a reason you can go um yeah the the Leeds Rhinos link was like massive for me so I was actually playing for the Leeds Rhinos under 21s the year before I came to uni so like Backstory wise, I was, I'm from Derby, like where my parents are, 
but then for college I moved to York on a scholarship um, and joined like a sports performance program there and then was that for netball or was that for like heptathlon or was it um, it was for netball um, and that was sort of like at 16 when I got that scholarship that was sort of the start of me focusing on netball and taking it more seriously because um, it sort of gave me the opportunity to sort of like move schools and keep up my academics and sport and then in my second year of college I moved from the Loughborough pathway um, to the Rhinos pathway and that's sort of like why these two each other from their pathway back yeah. home but obviously I was from Loughborough so didn't didn't really cross over with these two and then so then moving to uni it was sort of like staying with the Rhinos setup so then my first year of uni I stayed with the Inter-21s team because I already had um, like already set up here and then for me, it was always like the goal was to play Super League. So when deciding to go into uni, while like wanting to do the course I do, a big part of it was staying at a university where I'd be able to play netball as well alongside it. So Leeds was just the perfect fit for me, really. Nice. Same same for you? Or did yeah. You... So I went to um, Barking Abbey Netball Academy, which was a sixth form, um, where it was like netball and uh, academics. And so that was a massive thing, like finding a uni that was good for netball, good for academics, and then had the pathway. Um, but I didn't get into Rhinos last year, my first year. So that was a massive setback for me because obviously I chose Leeds based on Rhinos. Like, that was a huge part of it. So that didn't really work out. Um, but you're now at the Thunder, Manchester Thunder. Yeah. yeah, so then this year, I think I, well, I worked quite hard last year to get myself back up to where I should be. And then child for Manchester Thunder this year. And now that's where I'm at for 21, so... Nice. Well, that's, well, that's good stuff. And then, obviously, the elephant in the room is you're all students as well as playing netball. <laughs> um, and I've seen... I've definitely seen a couple of you on Wednesday nights in Hot World and <laughs> Um But how do you... How do you balance that? Obviously, because being a student is obviously about having a good time, academics as well, but having yeah. a good time and playing netball. Is that sometimes quite difficult to do? Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think uh, one of the major things that we've talked about... Um, is making sure we're enjoying ourselves while we do it as well because obviously the demands of like playing on a professional level and a lot of the stuff that comes around training as well linked to netball kind of um appearances or like dinners or just um kind of analyzing all the video analysis and stuff you do dedicate a lot of time to it so keeping stuff um fun and light-hearted but obviously being serious when you need need to is a big part of it um in terms of balancing like social life, that's something that I'm still working out. But um, first term of uni, obviously there was a lot more socialising when you're trying to make friends and stuff and get to know people. But um, for me, obviously I came up here with netball as one of my big um, priorities. So I know that I'm going to have to sacrifice um, a few nights out and, and stuff like that. Um, and I feel like I've got friends a good support group who understand that um especially since I'm friends with girls in the same like position um who can support me with that as well um but yeah I think that's a major part of it having people who understand and support um your schedule so you don't feel like you're missing out all the time okay and then you obviously do media what other Rosie does media what degrees do you do study to do study um so I study natural sciences Majoring in like biochemistry and then minoring in like maths. And Isn't biology. the contact hours for that quite high? Yeah, I don't know how Amy does it, honestly. So, like, I had six hours of labs today Lab, before yeah. this. So, well, well, it was meant to be six hours, but it was cut short, luckily. Um, and I think the balance is really hard, but if it's what you want to do, then it makes it a lot easier. Like, I really enjoy netball and I love my course. So, 
it makes it a lot easier and the fact that I get to do both I'm really grateful for and then in terms of like keeping the fun in it you need to have your downtime and that I'm really lucky that at uni all the girls I play with are like some of my best friends um and that's the same across all my teams I'm I'm really close with them which makes it a lot more fun um yeah and it's it's also what nice do you, what well. do you study um, I study liberal arts. Oh, so nice. Well, that's, I, I'd say there's no concept hours in that. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, it's a lot of, like, kind of... Reading. Yeah, a lot of reading, a lot of, like, time essay writing and stuff. And so I kind of get to manage that around um, my schedule, which is really nice, but it also means when you've got that really tight essay period, you can't mm. let it all build up until then because I've definitely had um, a lot of stressful evenings trying to get um, essays in on time and balance that with netball as well. Yeah, um, I think that time of the year when you have essays and stuff, Joe, that's like when it all hits and you're like, why am I doing this? Like, <laughs> Why am I playing netball Like when you've got everything else going on? I think they're the hardest times to balance it, but it's just like, for me, learning not to have FOMO. Like, I think I've got so much yeah, better at that. Yeah, definitely, like, that's a big part of yeah, it. Yeah, like, now my friends can go out and I can stay in and I don't actually feel like... What am I doing? And that's when yeah. you know you're not going to lose friends by, n- n- like, not going yeah. out with them as well. Yeah. Mm. I think when, once you're settled in and you realise that you don't actually have to go on every single night out and, like... Yeah. And I think fresh... Like, my freshers year for me was sort of a lot more going out and a lot more just trying my best at netball. Yeah. But this year, it's sort of like, our oh, second year actually counts. I'm trying <laughs> to get better than 40% now. Um, so it's sort of like your priorities switch at different times. And yeah. When yeah. you've got those deadlines, that's your priority. But when you've got a big match, that's yeah. your priority. Yeah. But so like also, sorry, go. also what we, we all do sports that, um, no, we all do degrees that aren't linked to sports. Mm. I mean, you can link it to it, but um, it's really nice to have that off period where you're not always thinking about netball or you're not always thinking about sport because I guess that allows you to kind of like immerse yourself more in your degree, have two like different mindsets and heads on. Um, so you get that bit of break from working and that break from um, netball as well. Yeah, nice. Okay, on the playing side for Uni of Leeds, is it a bit, is it sometimes a bit more difficult to like go between playing in the two teams who instead you've got one game for Rhinos and then for Uni of? Is there like a big mindset change or is the mindset the same? Also, do you have like the same calls? Uh-huh. So, like for, so for rugby, you have like calls for like certain moves like you have like a back line yeah. is there similar calls between i mean there's, and... th- there's different setups obviously that we do like mm. at funder completely different to at uni but obviously i think we all bring in stuff that we learn from our pathways into uni so we all play yeah. similarly yeah. but i think my biggest things at uni i've got amy as my shooter who's six foot what and i can lob in balls <laughs> from anywhere yeah. and then at funder it's just that like, adjusting things like that yeah. so i think i found that difficult but yeah. has it been a good season uni of has it yeah been we've won the league we've won the, won the league. league there we go is yeah. it are you now in the are you playing against other t- do other university teams have girls who are in pathways as well in your league yeah yeah there's a few so we've got um in northeast isn't it most people are from like durham mm, and that yeah uh, and then we'll have are you promoted next season so yeah we've got a few games um playoff games yeah. to go up to like super bucks um so then hmm. hopefully that'll be really is good super Buc- is super bucks national so is that the more prem, travel yeah yeah prem, yeah, prem. Is super bucks what it's called yeah, yeah it's called super it's called it's called super bucks does that mean does that mean you're not in the same league as teams like exeter and stuff like yeah. that so that's yeah. gonna be yeah. the journey's that's gonna be great fun for that yeah no, yeah, that's that's that'll, that'll, be, be, that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, are they quite strong as well? Like here, obviously Loughborough, obviously very yeah. strong. It's ball. like where it's like connected to franchises. So like since Leeds Rhinos became a franchise, a lot of um, 
girls are like attracted to come to uni because of that franchise. Mm. So when you've got like University of Bath, University of Surrey, Birmingham, Loughborough, they all have franchises nearby. Yeah, so that means you've got a, like a, a better, be strong. Uh, yeah, a I think we there. need to be up there now because we've got so yeah. many girls in Rhino's Fondar. Like that's where we need to be yeah, now. I think. That's good luck. Good luck for that. Yeah. Um, yeah no, you'd, you'll, I'm sure you'll sure you'll smash it. And then also, I actually did, did a bit of netball super league research before this. <laughs> uh, Manchester Thunder are one of the stronger franchises. Like they've been. Well, they they won. Did they win the league last year? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Leeds Rhinos goal shoes are unimpressed by my my knowledge in this, but but like and then Leeds Rhinos are obviously a, a newer team. Yeah. Um, yeah and you've got so. Elle McDonald is the international, or she's an England international playing for Leeds Rhinos, yeah. playing alongside her. Is that do you are you able to pick up like little tips? Obviously, she's now made it to the top level. Obviously, that's a great experience for you. Do you pick up anything off that? Yeah, definitely. So she plays um, wing attack centre. So as a goal shooter. It's like insane having her like feeding me in the circle, um, and I think I've I haven't been training with the Super League team for ages, but I've learned so much in the time that I have. And I think Al McDonald, along with like Caroline, Nia, loads of the girls, all have like so much experience, and because they've got to a point in their career, they're really invested in like helping us as younger ones progress in our career, which is really nice. Um, yeah. How did you how did you both find out that you made it onto the pathway? Do they like send you an email saying um, you've made it on, or how does yeah, it how does it all so, work? I was only sort of like officially in the squad as of like maybe two weeks ago. I was saying then you literally then you <laughs> yeah. literally there was all over. I saw it on the netball Instagram. It was like Amy yes. <laughs> Amy Braithwaite is now playing on Sky Sports Catch Your Live or something um, like that. Yeah, so I, this is my third year playing for Leeds Rhinos. In the last two years, it's just been under twenty ones. But last season, I sort of had like a bit of a breakthrough year where I like joined the Fast Five team and then played in most of the one matches for the for the team. And then as the season started. Um, didn't play as much and then this season um, after Christmas um, Liana who's the head coach sort of like picked me up and involved me in more of the sessions and then um, yeah I've joined the team since then really. Yeah and with me I knew I was looking at coming up to Leeds so all my uni choices were kind of based around where I could go where there were strong franchises for netball and that's also one of the reasons I did like a gap year so I could continue my netball career and the momentum of it. Um, so I knew I was coming up to Leeds and I kind of reached out to the previous um, head coach and sent um, a highlights video and asked if we could meet up. Well, my, my old coach kind of messaged her and set, set us up for a little um, coffee kind of uh, chat. But um, I knew that was happening. So I sent up my highlights video and then came up for an open trial. Um, so when Liana came in, she said that anyone who's of a certain level can come and just trial so there was loads of girls from kind of across the country as well as the Leeds area trialing um and I did that open trial and I got kind of an email from Liana saying do you want to have a call with me and then she just asked me if I wanted to be a training partner um which was massive for me because so a training partner what does that mean it means so there's a, a team of 12 and then three girls as well who are in the larger squad three training partners um who train alongside them as part of the team as well so I was involved in all the warm-up matches um and also like I train with them uh, twice a week and then uh, involved with everything else on top of that but um if there's any gaps in the 12 in the squad say someone's injured or ill then I step up into the squad um and like the match day squad um and so far I think there's been four matches um, and I've been involved in 
two of them. No, three. I played two and was involved in like the third one. So um, I've been lucky enough to get those opportunities. Nice. And then obviously you playing for Manchester. How did that? So you had your trial. <laughs> did you just get like send an email so after the trial saying you're in? Um, yeah, so I actually missed the trial. Uh, I was on holiday and then I just, which is really annoying, but um, I emailed Lauren, the head coach, and then just, yeah, sent like my experience over whatever. Um, and then she just said, oh, do you want to come to a training session, see how you get on? And then my my old coach as well, she sent an email through to um, her and just said like basically a bit about me. And then, yeah, I, I went there not expecting anything because I think growing up, like, Manchester Thunder, you're like, well, like you don't ever, I've, I never really expected to be playing for them in the pathway. Like it never was really a thing, but where I didn't get into Rhinos, I was like, just give it a try, just see what happens. Um, I went to the training session and then after she was just like, yeah, I think you'll be a really valuable part of the team, come along, then sent all the paperwork and then, yeah, so I mean, now I'm travelling to So you travel Manchester. there, how many times a week do you Only travel? once, for four bad, hours. Um, you, it's not too bad. Do you bad. drive? No. You get the train? Yeah. It's a long so, way there. It's about three hours. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's not fun. <laughs> no. Okay, and then moving on from that, so both both those sides are big in this Netball Super League, and that's now on Sky. Is that? Do you reckon that exposure has? Uh, can you tell the difference that that being on Sky has made to like the overall sport as a whole? Like, do you think more people are now recognizing like netball as a legitimate? It is obviously is a legitimate sport. But do you think more people are seeing it in mainstream uh, like society? Yeah, I think it's a big thing for, for netball to be featured on Sky Sports. I think it, not often do like female-dominated sports make it onto Sky Sports, and I think it provides the exposure that netball needs at the minute. Where Netball's entering a stage where it's trying to become professional and trying to pay the players more and like get girls more involved and, and keep girls in sports. I think it's, it's really important that it gets that coverage. I think there's still a lot to be done there, mm-hmm. a lot around the sport. Um, yeah, not all the matches are televised as well yeah. at the moment. Yeah. So, um, a big part of that was during COVID, um, they started showing all the matches on YouTube. Mm. Um, so everyone had access to watching them, and I feel like we might have taken a small step back in in the fact that some of them now aren't being streamed. Um, so you can't exactly. see, central can you, venue as well. Do they, do they so. highlight? Do they get? Do you get highlights from those games, or is that yeah, literally just you nothing? Get yeah. But um, it's because in COVID there was, yeah, you said that it was, it was at a central, central venue yeah. so they could have, like, all the filming equipment all set up. Um, whereas now they're all at the home venues of whichever team. Mm. Um, so there's not that same exposure. Yeah. But I think just having Netball on Sky, getting more people yeah, understand to understand the game is, like, a huge part of progression for the future yeah, yeah and i think it's like changing the culture like you ha- you always have like watching football or rugby in pubs and and it's that that's what like netball needs like move towards and... yeah well it's made the sport more professional hasn't it yeah. like i think this year especially everything's in netball is just so much more professional yeah. Yeah. so and everyone this year has been given um one year contracts with the aim of um in the super league with the aim of properly professionalizing the league in future um so that Obviously, we have hopes for that, but I think it is on the up, definitely. Because the big, so the big other big netball superpower is Australia, and yeah. obviously they've got their. I don't know what it, what the league down there is called, but that's obviously very powerful as well. And is that is that league fully professional as well down there? Or yeah, it's, it is, that, isn't that's it? That is that is so full time. The, the players, um, I believe they have squads of ten that are paid, whereas we have squads of twelve. Um, so cutting that down, I think, allows the the players to like to be be paid more, and then full-time program which obviously allows like higher intensity and level of competition yeah. so i think that's what the 
the like UK league wants to move towards. Yeah, like we just did um a talk with Al the other day, and she was talking about how when she was in Australia, she was able to train every single day, and she'd wake up, uh, do a weight session, do a court session, have lunch, do another weight session, and then maybe do recovery or something like that with a team yeah, with the whole team. Yeah. yeah. So whereas we only get we get a lot like a lot less contact hours with mm. the team. Um, but yeah, that's what we're hoping to move towards. But just the funding in netball at the moment isn't enough for people to live um, off just playing the sport by itself. Okay, nice. And also, you said it was a female-only sport, but you guys were telling me before yeah. that you actually train with guys as well. Yeah. Like how is it? Is it how have you found that like training with? I don't know what the teams are called. You you probably don't know more about it than me. But <laughs> just say like how. What's that about? Yeah, so netball's female dominated, but I think in the last few years it's made an effort to to get men involved, and there's men's teams popping up and um, mixed teams popping up as well, and I think that's really good to to get men involved in it. I think it doesn't need to be like female dominated, and men are are really good at playing netball. We found yeah. that when we train against them. Um, Do you reckon that helps like physicality stuff? Yeah, because when like I'm preparing for a game and I know it's going to be like a tall goalkeeper and not many other people like on my team might match me for height having men come in that do provide that physicality and um they have like a greater range than women do then it, it does help a lot with the training and yeah i also think as well the more people understand netball the more they begin to appreciate it yeah, yeah definitely um because netball at like school level is very different to netball on a professional um scale i think more so than other sports um, in terms of, I think someone yesterday said to me, like, netball's not a contact sport. I was like, I'm not going to get into this conversation. <laughs> Have you seen the bruises? <laughs> yeah, literally, like, bruises all over. Honestly, um, I played once, and the rules were what did me over. Like, it was just like a charity game, but literally, you can't you can't pass the ball across two sections and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. We were just yeah. chucking it miles. <laughs> which looks so stupid. But yeah, it's it's a lot more intricate and complex than yeah. I think people would take. Would yeah, think. but once Definitely. you grasp the rules, like, people aren't aware of some of the kind of like things that you can do when you play you can do layups so mary cholock who's and um, one of it might be the tallest in our league i think one of the tallest anyway um she does layups um and that's just really cool to watch um and brings a bit of that kind of wow factor is that like um, what's a is layup like basketball layup like yeah. you go underneath the hoop yeah then, okay, yeah cool. yeah nice i'm just I, this is no, I've literally <laughs> no idea so i was just taking a guess okay and we're just going to finish up last question is aspiration for the next five years it's, I know it's, a, it's a big question but we ask we ask everyone so it's uh it's our one kind of uh segment on this podcast mm. so next five years we'll start with rosie oh, go on oh, oh god <laughs> I, don't, I don't i don't like saying that i don't like thinking about that you i'm really bad it. for it i know i should manifest things but i'm like kind of yeah, you've got a living the moment it. gal you've got to believe um it. Oh, next five years. Does someone else want to go first? Well, I give go us on. a thing. Go. go on, in. yeah. Cassie so, likes talking, so we talk. Cassie I likes talk. Um, always know what I want to say. Um, yeah, so obviously first year in Leeds here, and I know I'm here for a three-year course. Um, I'm hoping to kind of progress and get as much court time in the first couple of years at Leeds Rhinos. Hopefully sign again for them next year um, and the year after that. Um, yeah, and just get time encore maybe hopefully reach a starting seven at some point um and just be a solid part of that squad and then obviously everyone looks towards england don't they um that's always been an aspiration to get um enough exposure that i can be kind of considered to be part of that 
um, England. Uh, they have England Futures, yeah. which are kind of the younger ones who they think may be in future part of the, the proper England squad. Um, so that would be amazing to, to be part of that and just get a degree alongside that as well. That would be nice. Actually, my one point, I I was just I actually forgot to mention it, but I was going to say is obviously uh, netball is played at the Commonwealth Games but not at the Olympics. Mm. Obviously, I think there's I think there's a bit of a drive well, towards that, playing at the Olympics. That's what I was going to say for one of my aspirations. So it's being included in the 2032 Olympics. For the it's in, in Australia, isn't it? Australia, yeah. Because so yeah. the Australians just love winning goals. They're like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I think I'll be 29 at yeah. that time. So still playing. To, yeah, still playing, hopefully. <laughs> but maybe towards the, the end of my career. But hopefully when I have more experience. That's so that's like the long-term aspiration of mine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like backing up with Cassies and everyone wants to play for England and that is the dream. Um, and it, win the league as well. Yeah, that would be great. Definitely. Like I'd love three years. Mm. I mean, like super, super aspirations would be win the league, play for England, <laughs> da, da, da. but that all at the minute seems super so far, far away. away yeah. And at the minute, I feel like it, for me, because everything's sort of changed for me so so much in the last like few months that yeah. I'm sort of trying to take everything day by day and use like best use the opportunity I have at the minute I think I'm in a really lucky position so my sort of like key aspiration at the minute is just to do my best at the minute and then work towards hopefully being like re-signed nice and then finally oh go God. on we've got all the way around well I don't even know what I was I don't even know what I'm doing next year at the minute I don't know if I'm doing a placement <laughs> I don't know if I'm doing a year in Australia honestly um so yeah I think just the same as what the girl said really um obviously I don't know where I'm going to be next year so I can't say if I'm going to be at Manchester or whatever. But yeah, just uh, progressing my way through. I've got another year under 21. So see what happens. I think next year will be a big year for me um, in terms, terms of like court time and then seeing what happens after that. Hopefully getting a Super League contract or on my way to in the next five years anyway. Nice. Okay. Um, well, that is everything. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Um, Thank you for having us. Right. No worries. So. <laughs>